Okay, welcome to everybody. So we're continuing with the Garat Haramban. So, uh, this year we'll continue with a couple more general thoughts on Kas, on anger, before we move on to the relationship between Kas, anger, and Chetz. So, in the Garat Haramban, he continues, If one is successful in always speaking benachat, always speaking softly to all people at all times, he will be able to save himself from anger. It's an evil evil character trait that causes people to sin. So in the next year, we'll probably discuss the causes people to sin part. But uh, I want to continue a little bit more by the Vazeti Natsal Min Hakas, how gentle speech protects a person from anger. So about three, approximately three observation based on, observations based on the writings of Rabbi Foyer. Number one, it quotes a very important pasuk, Ma'anerach yashiv chema udvar etzev ya'ale'af. A soft answer turns away wrath but a distressing word can stir up anger. So he quotes here from the uh, Malbim who says that chema refers to a very, very intense form of anger. And he explains that even when a person has a very, very intense form of anger, what he can do is he can use soft speech, soft words, soft uh, language can save him from even the anger of other people, even when other people get angry, if he responds to other people's angers with a gentle word, that gentle word can be very effective in calming down even the anger of others. So not only does speaking softly help with our own anger, but it can also help in terms of turning away the anger of other people. That was the first observation. The second one relates to the idea of uh, self-control. And he says, don't be hastily upset. Anger lingers in the bosom of fools. So if anger is with the fools, so the opposite would be true, that to overcome anger requires a great deal of wisdom. And the Chachamim have any practical advice, means of practical advice to help a person avoid anger. So one thing I once heard is from Baruch Bear, I've heard this from Dr. Palkowitz, it's in his book on um, one of his books, I think, on parenting also, where he talks about Rebarach Bear, whenever he would uh, want to get angry, he would have a special hat that he would have to wear. And he said, I have to go get my anger hat before I get angry. So, but the trick was that by the time he would go and walk to get his anger hat, he would already have calmed down. Because sometimes it just takes a few minutes, a few moments even, to allow our cognitive processes to reconnect before to overcome our anger, because anger means there's no thought, which we'll talk about more in the next uh, shiur. So he give a few minutes just to allow his, give him a minute just to go get his hat so that his, uh, his cognition would sort of come back to him and he would be able to calm down from his anger. And uh, many of the ideas, he quotes an idea from the Rishon Chochmah to give a certain, commit oneself to a certain sum of money, a significant sum of money. Every time I get angry, I'm going to give this sum of money. So that will help a person save a person from anger because he doesn't want to give the money. So it will serve as a motivation. It has to be enough money. And he quotes an interesting story that the Me'iri, at the end, he quotes the story from the Me'iri, about a certain king who was a very successful king. He's very righteous, but the problem was he got angry very easily. So he wrote three lines on a sheet of paper and he told his servants, anytime I get angry, Show me this piece of paper. What were the three lines? Number one, always remember that you are merely a creature and you yourself are not the creator. Very often anger thinks because we're in charge. Anger comes, we think we're the creator. We're, we're the, we're, we're, everything is, has to be according to the way I want. That's why humility is the, an antidote very much to anger. 
so in, in a very major way, because humility is realizing that I'm not in charge, I'm not the creator, Hashem is the creator. Number two, always remember that you are flesh and blood and will eventually perish. So remember that your, your time is limited. And number three, this I like this one a lot, always remember that there will be mercy for you in the future only if you have mercy on others. If you have mercy on others, so then there'll be mercy for you in the future as well. So it's a strong motivation for a person to avoid getting angry at other people. I just want to add one, one thing about the um, realizing that you're not the creator. It's interesting because really Shabbat is also about realizing that you're not the creator. We, we, we cease from doing creative acts as a reminder that Hashem runs the world and not us. It's a very interesting article, Rabbi uh, Noah Weinberg, on the H.com website. If you're interested about this, exactly about this topic, about the secret to Shabbat being the realization that Hashem is the creator and not us. So I was wondering, was there any connection between Shabbat and anger? So there's actually a very interesting Ma'amar um, Chazal, I think it's the Zohar actually, that says, when the Pasuk says, Don't kindle a fire in any of your dwelling places on the day of Shabbat. The fire that it's referring to, the Zohar says, is the fire of anger. A person has to be particularly careful not to get angry on Shabbat. This actually fits very, so this fits very well with the idea of remembering that you are not the Creator. Because Shabbat's about remembering that you're not the Creator. And anger is thinking that you're the Creator. So in the day of Shabbat, we have to recognize that Hashem is the Creator, not us. We have to be particularly careful about not getting angry. And the third point I wanted to discuss is also from Rabbi Foyer, is the realization that becoming, uh, overcoming the, the midah of anger of kas is not something that comes automatically. It requires a huge amount of discipline. And to, it's important to re, that we realize that any midah tova that we see that the great, great, great people of our generation have acquired, whether it's the Chafetz Chaim, because you hear about stories about Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, that they acquired this midah, it didn't come automatically. It came through a great amount of struggle, a great amount of work, and then they were able to acquire this midah. So we should never see a big tzaddik and say, oh, he was born that way, and that must have been his nature. It's not true at all. In many, many, if not most cases, maybe even all cases, the people that we see have extremely refined character, it's where they spend many hours, a lot of time, thinking about the, the character trait they need to fix, thinking about how they could fix it, learning Sifri Musar to fix it. And it's a very important lesson to us that fixing our midot is a lifetime struggle. The very famous quote from Israel Salanta where he says, it's easier to finish the entire shas than to change one bad character trait. And it's a lifelong challenge for us to change our character traits and it's something we always work on and many sources say this one of the purposes that we're here if not the primary purpose we are here is to improve our character to fix our character the, there are certain certain states from Chazal that tell us that even the mitzvot are there to improve our character the purpose of the mitzvot is to purify the people to purify their character so we should never be discouraged because improving our character takes time because that's the nature of character improvement that takes time and over time Ezra Hashem will be successful in removing these negative character traits from us so uh, in the next year we'll continue and discuss uh, the relationship between anger and sin and uh, some more information about that more statements and uh, uh, about that and uh, continue from there have a wonderful day everybody Kol Tuv.